Hello, this is a Daily Tech, and today I'm going to be sharing some more tech news with you. And it's uh, pretty good today, so I do hope you enjoy. So, firstly, we're looking for the main story at two different things. The RTX 3080 and the RTX 3070, which were announced yesterday. So, of course, there have been many leaks on the RTX. So, firstly, we're starting with the RTX 3080, just so you know. Okay, so the RTX 3080 has had a lot of leaks, so we do know quite a bit about it. But anyway, this is all the official news, so this is good. So of course we've got the picture there, that's what it's going to look like. I think it's in the thumbnail as well, or something similar anyway. So, it's going to cost $699, which is not cheap. But definitely not overpriced either, so that's good. Like it's for what you're getting. You know, this is their higher end card, so so it's definitely good. So it's then it's also got a launch date September the seventeenth, so that's good. So that's also good as well. So that's good. So the price, which is $699, also you got the pounds and Australian dollars, £649, $950, which is the same price that the RTX 2080 launched at. Of course, this is its price, but again, got good performance. Now, here's the specs. These are really quite good. Okay, so it's quite. this is a very powerful card, so. The official specs are for the CUDA cores, I probably said that wrong, C-U-D-A cores, um, 8,704. Uh, for the boost clock is 1.71 gigahertz. Uh, 10 gigabytes of GDD, GDDR6X memory. Um, 320-bit memory interface. Three, it does use 320 watts, so that's what you need for it. And it uses two PCIe 8 pins. So it's a very powerful card, you know, 29.7 teraflops of theoretical um, FP32 performance, which is quite a lot. Um, this is pitched as being twice as fast as the RTX 2080, which is already quite fast. So this is. Uh, and it's quite close to twice as fast as the 2080 Ti as well. So that's quite good. So this is very good for 4K gaming, obviously. So it's a little odd, though, that it's got 10 gigabytes of VRAM, whereas the 2080 Ti has 11 gigabytes of VRAM. Of course, this isn't the Ti version. I think we are expecting a Ti version of this card, or something similar, Super probably as well. But I mean, you would have expected to at least have 11 gigabytes or more. So that is a bit odd. So this graphics card takes up 320 watts as we said before. So they recommend a minimum of 750 watt power supply but if you're using a very powerful processor like the Core i9 10900K uh, or the Ryzen 9 3950X uh, you should really need something like a thousand watts which is obviously quite a lot. So. It is quite cool. Is there any more on this article? There's no more on this article. Um, also, it's got a 
cool a different cooling thing, uh, optimizer, some of those things. It claims it will be three times more quieter than the Turing Founders Edition card. So that's good. So you can picture there, it's got one single fan. I think this is a very powerful card. Well, it is a very. I don't think this. It is a very powerful card. Uh, so it's very um, capable. Obviously, it's going to be good at ray tracing, which we've been seeing more of. Because even 2080 Ti struggled a bit with ray tracing. So having the, you can get some heavy 4K gaming ray tracing, um, good refresh rate as well. So that's very good. Okay, now something similar again um, is the RTX 3070, which can also outpace um, 2080 Ti. So this is a $499 um, graphics card, which obviously is a lot cheaper than a 2080 Ti. I think it's like over half, like 50%, like over half is half of that price and a bit more. So that's good. Um, it's got 20 shader ter teraflops, 40 RT teraflops, and 163 tensor teraflops. So it's a very high-end card. Um, and a whopping 5,888 CUDA cores, that's uh, CUDA cores. Um, a bit disappointing, 8GB of GDDR6 memory. But I mean, that's not disappointing, don't get me wrong, Like that's quite a lot. So... Um, comparing it to this card, so this one has 5,888 um, CUDA cores. This one, what was it again? Uh, let me try and find it. Um, 8,704. So it is quite a bit more. It's quite a bit less powerful, but still very powerful. You know, this is 3,000 less powerful-ish, so not bad. Now, of course, when I said about the memory, then it's of course less than the 11 gigabytes so you get to 2080 Ti. But um, Nvidia said they won't um, affect its performance, so that's quite good. Uh, it's going to be available for 4.99 in October, which is a little later than the RTX 3080, uh, which is announced for September the 17th. Wait, was there an RTX 3090? I didn't see that. I'll have to check that. Um, so that's quite. This is a very powerful card. You, know? you, you're getting a lot of power. Uh, so you, you're going to be able to do 4K gaming, art, uh, ray tracing. Of course, it's more powerful than 2080 Ti and a lot less price. So it's going to be more available to some people. Of course, it's still quite expensive at that price. But I think this is probably going to be the preferred card over the um, RTX 3080. Of course, they'll probably get more sales with it anyway, just because it's cheaper. But I mean, the performance difference isn't too bad. So, uh, I think this is going to be a very popular card. Right, now onto some more news. Uh, let's go to the next one here. Um, Xiaomi unveils um, a nearly invisible under-display smartphone camera. So for a while now, hole punches, notches, um, things along those lines have always been very annoying, you know. The best case scenario, is, like, the only way you can get a full display like screen right now is 
really with the flippable camera. So like where it, I think we saw it on the what was it again? Motor was it a Motorola phone? I don't actually remember. Um, it would have been. It was the first the flippable camera. It might have been. Oh, totally if I remember. Anyway, so like a flippable camera or a motorized camera, something like that. So this is um, going to help that. So you see here, no camera. Because you can see a little kind of thing where the camera goes. So uh, in, so they want to be able to hide the camera under the display. They've been working on this for a while now. I think this is their third generation of it. So that's quite good. So Xiaomi have definitely, yeah, third generation. Um, going for that. So um, Xiaomi's third generation under the display in action so that's um, without it pretty much and that's with it you can barely see it there's a little mark I think no there's really no I think you could know so if you looked carefully but yeah I can't see it so okay, so it's nearly invisible which is good and it apparently according to them it's not going to affect it so it's managed to double the number of horizontal and vertical pixels in that area above the hidden camera, allowing light to pass through uh, the gap of sub-pixels while having the same display pixel density as the rest of the smartphone screen. Of course this is good, you know, you can... So, um... This is their third generation pixel, 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 pixel. Normal under display and then of course normal display anyway. So... You can see that they're definitely... See, it's letting light through, so it's definitely good. So, I think it's very good that this technology is going first. Of course, there's a square one as well, uh, you can see that one slightly more. So, um, Xiaomi says this new camera technology will be appearing in mass produced in smartphones in 2021, which is quite soon, you know, six months away. Of course, it'll be later in the year, so like a year away, but still. This is really um, a good improvement because you want that full display notches of getting in the way. Even though we've got small hole punches, really small, they're still in the way. Whereas this, obviously, you can have a full display, which is, of course, a lot nicer. I think it also it's going to look a lot nicer. Look, look how much nicer that is than, like, imagine, like, the iPhone um, 11 or something like that, and you've got a big, like, notch cut out. So... I think that's really, this is really good technology that hopefully advances even more to the fact where you won't even know it's there. It's also good that it doesn't affect camera quality either, which is just nice. Okay, now on to some Apple news on digital trends. Um, so, privacy things. Um, targeted, ad, targeted Facebook ads are about to lose a big audience. Um, this is for iPhone users. So Facebook advertising is about to change with um, iOS 14 in September, which is this month. Um, so they issued a short state. Facebook issued a short statement to advisors letting them know that the uh, formerly hyper-targeted ads uh, might not work anymore. This obviously will have a huge impact on advertising, uh, of which Facebook does play a huge part of in the U.S. So this is quite. It's good. It's good win for um, privacy. Not a good. It's a bad win for advertisers and Facebook making money off of it. So the next update of um, the iOS 14 
update will feature a new function where YouTube's half uh, users have to opt into being tracked, which a lot of people won't do, obviously, and giving them permission to collect and share their data. So this is pretty bad because, like for Facebook, this is good for it. Like, not many people are going. Like the amount of people that are gonna click yes, track me, please aren't going to, like, that's quite a small number because no one really wants to be tracked so they're going to lose a lot of money in advertising because the way advertising works is Google and things like that they learn what your interests are and then they display you ads of what you'll like so you're more likely to buy it obviously so getting rid of this they'll put random ads and uh, they'll be making a lot less money off of it so this is definitely quite bad. Uh, what this means for most users is that they won't see much of a difference, obviously, because um, you can't... So, um, you're so used to seeing ads that you won't realise if they change or not. So, it's just going to affect really the companies. It is possible that companies will find a way to figure out ways around this, but obviously for a while it's going to have a big impact. So, this is a good move for privacy, of course. Apple do do quite a lot of privacy, so this is a good move, and I think it's quite important as well. You know, you don't want to be tracked, and getting this option to not be tracked is obviously helpful and uh, is nice for some people. So, I think this is a good change. It's not good for advertising, this could really affect it, but I think they'll find a way around it which could help. But for the time being, Facebook and other companies like that that, he that heavily um, rely on advertising are going to lose quite a lot of money. So that is a bit of a shame. Right, Microsoft News. Um, so uh, this is another article, obviously. So Microsoft are looking to make big changes to Windows 10 update after May 2020 uh, patch fiasco. So they're preparing some big change in how they roll out Windows 10 updates, which is of course means it is for lots of users. So they push out lots of updates and this should help. So what does it say here? So one of the patches, um had a load of one of the patches that it did had a big problem. So issues on Google Chrome and problems to print with USB printers to internet connectivity issues and compatibility compatibility troubles. So it's been pretty bad for this May twenty twenty update. So uh, I think it's good they're gonna be changing something. So they've said that they'll be changing um, their two big updates each year to just one. This is quite good news, you know, you only have to worry about a big update um, once a year. So you know that once a year your computer will pretty much be useless, especially if you've got slow internet. So, this is obviously a good change. It is, some people might find it annoying for the people who don't really care about these updates, but I think it will give them more time to test them out, make sure these compatibilities don't happen, uh, incompatibilities, ugly issues. Don't happen so 
Um, hopefully Windows, so this has been delayed due to Windows 10X which is designed for dual screen devices. So, I think this is good. Some people will obviously not like it because they like they like new updates, but I, most people don't care. So I think this is a good switch. So yeah, this is a good change that is going to be helpful. So I think Microsoft are making Windows updates change in a good way. So that's quite good. Anyways, I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Please do consider subscribing and leaving a like if you do enjoy this episode. Cause yeah, and if you want to see all the latest tech news by me. Anyways, have a good day.